0: good morning good afternoon or good evening to each one of my besties in my best stores i want to say that i really appreciate y'all for listening and rocking with me and the people on the let's go besties podcast because y'all y'all don't realize that y'all listening is helping this podcast get all around the world And I just wanna shout out to my besties and my best stars, y'all real ones. And I ask that y'all continue to share this podcast with your family, with your friends, with your not so friends, with your fake friends, with your (laughs) coworkers, anybody you can because literally it's about helping people get to Christ. Literally. It's not about oh well, this is the best podcast. It is, but you know, this it's not about that. It's about spreading the good news and really with this podcast and this whole let's go besties movement it's really about let's go to let's go besties to Jesus you know let's go to freedom let's go to the one who got our dominion back for us let's go to the kingdom of God the kingdom of heaven you know what I'm saying so yeah that's my little spill y'all know I do a little spill at at the beginning of each podcast but I just want to say you know I hope everybody is doing well, and I hope everybody is healthy, and I hope everybody is enjoying the series that we're in. For those of you who do not know and who are just tuning in, we are in a series called Facing Yourselves, and in in this series, it is all about learning about who you are so that you can fight against who you are not. And today's podcast is called Embrace Your Inner Child. This podcast will not have um, a step. It is like a Selah moment and you know it's just sit back relax listen and learn from this podcast too because of course it's gonna be a learning experience y'all know that if I'm giving it to y'all it's coming through me first and God is dealing with me in areas that he's allowing me to speak on so without further ado let's get into it all right for the beginning of this podcast I really would like y'all to just think for a second I want y'all to think about the last time in your life where you just cracked up laughing, like, I'm not talking about no ha ha he he, not the fake kind of laugh you do to brush somebody off your shoulder, or the fake kind of laugh you do when somebody else is laughing at something and you really don't find it funny, but you really want don't want hurt their feelings, so you do a little chuckle. No, not that type of laugh. But I'm talking about them, that type of laugh where your stomach is hurting, where your stomach in knots, where you on to flow, where you laughing about it two three days later. Think about the time in your life where you laughed that hard, like and like. Put it down in the comments. I want to know about y'all laughing experiences. Like, what made y'all laugh that hard? And it, please, y'all know we are not religious around here. It don't matter what it is. If it was from your past, it, it don't matter. We're not religious around here. We like to laugh. We like to have fun. And we like to include Jesus in everything. So don't come with the, oh, we was reading the Bible and... You know, if that's the truth, then fine. But like, no, y'all, like we, we're not in a religion. We are kingdom citizens, okay? I just have to throw that out there because so many times we think that Jesus has to be bland and he don't got no flavor. No, if he call us the salt of the earth, what is he? He said we got flavor. So if he, if he called us the salt of the earth, what is he? He got the most flavor. He is the seasoning, okay? I'm just saying because I'm tired of, christianity making it seem like jesus just so whack and jesus only care about worship and jesus only care about um prayer and he only care about you know those things are important don't get me wrong but he not sitting there dictating and oh you can't have fun you can't do this and no that's religion and i just rebuke the religious spirit right here right now because god wants to be in your everyday life god wants to see you and be with you even in your mess so if you down in the strip club, he wants you. If you getting high, he wants you. Watch the church service high. They had a, a woman on the church service um giving her testimony. And she said she was high. She said she was watching and she was high. God cannot meet you in the area if you don't be fully transparent with him. You don't need to be. Don't, I'm telling y'all, like don't allow the spirit of religion to tell y'all y'all can't do stuff with God. And y'all got to just be be in the Bible. And no, being in the Bible is important don't get me wrong. Worship is important. Prayer is hecka important. It is. Boy, like the religion is not rituals. You're not doing nothing to earn God's love. You're not even searching for God because he sought you out, okay? So, I I, I don't know. That's for somebody because the, the religious spirit is on one of my besties, on my best doors, and I cannot stand that. I can't. I can't. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke the religious spirit right now because the spirit has your child in his in its grip. And God, I ask that you loose your child and help your child to know you as you are, God, and know themselves as they are, God. But they do not have to work for you because you've already set them free from everything that could possibly hold them down, including religion. Listen, listen, besties. We are kingdom citizens. Because we are not in a religion. All right, besties, we gonna get into the the uh, podcast because y'all know I could go. Okay. All right. So back to the the moment that made y'all laugh. Um, did y'all have that moment in mind? I told y'all put it in the comments. You know we like to laugh over here. So during during the time where, cause y'all know I write blogs and then I do podcasts, right? So during the time I wrote the blog of embracing your inner child and if you haven't checked it out yet go to the um, website which is blissfulfate.com and you can check out it's called embracing your inner child you know we have a podcast and we also have a blog so check out the blog if you if you feel like reading you heard me okay all right so during the time where i wrote um embrace your inner child guys i really i hadn't had a, a good laugh in a minute like and i felt like it was very hard to remember the time when laughter was present because laughter was very distant from me like and that's not normal for me because I'm such a joyous person and I'm such a like um like a ball of energy so when it's like when darkness is around me and I feel like down it's not it's really not good cuz that's not who I am that's not how I carry myself and that's just not you know that's not me so I didn't have a laugh a good laugh in so long and I just I just I just was like man I don't know what's going on and you know um laughter was just distant and I would like to say to anybody who hasn't laughed in a long time, just know you're going to get your laughter back. Just know that everything will work out for your good because you are loved and called according to the purpose of God. And laughter is coming. Sorrow can't last long. It can't. It won't. Um, And you're going to be good is coming back. So y'all when we laugh, y'all know when we laugh we get to experience joy, right? And that joy the world didn't give it to us so the world can't take it away. I have made up a song I like to share with y'all right quick. It's it's joy. Joy 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 I got joy 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 and The world didn't give it to me, no The world didn't give it to me oh. the world didn't give it to me No the world didn't give it to me I got joy Joy, joy, joy Singing with my besties I got joy Joy, joy, joy And The world didn't give it to me Oh the world didn't give it to me No The world ain't give it to me Oh, the world didn't give it to me Cause I got joy Joy, 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 last time, uh uh-oh, I got joy, 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 and, and, and the world didn't give it to me, no, the world didn't give it to me, I got joy. So, that's the song, and, um, um, the joy inside of you, that's produced inside of you, even if you're not laughing, you got joy inside of you, because the world didn't give it to you. And that's the fruit of the Spirit that only the Holy Spirit can give to you. He's not looking to take that away from you. But he's looking to give it to you and trade your sorrow for his joy. So you that's a guarantee that you're going to get your laughter back, baby. Alright? So, laughter. Laughter. So, laughter immediately reminds me of children. And y'all know how innocent children are. And God calls us all to be child like God intended us for us to never get grown. He intended us to be like Peter Pan, a child forever um so that we can enjoy laughter, so that we can always be joyful and childlike in him and we can we can depend on our father and remember how much if how 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 much fun it is just to be free and to to not have no worry and, you know, to be To be us. To be authentically ourselves, like, free from everything that is trying to hold us down. Children have it good. And we were never meant to grow up, ever. We were never meant to grow up. So, um, in joy we laugh and it's our right to live in the joy. And it's our right to laugh. So we're gonna take it to Matthew 18. When the disciples came to Jesus with a bizarre question, they was like, Oh, say Jesus, who the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Now, what I thought when I first read this, I'm like, duh God. But the disciples wasn't talking about God. They was like, duh, God is the, the greatest. But I'm talking about they we talk about us. And they they uh was really arguing, like, uh, I'm the greatest, no, I'm the greatest. And they said, Jesus tell him who the greatest and Jesus was like, all right. And he looked around. He was he was like, "Hey. Hey, hey little boy, come here." He probably knew the little boy name he called him his name, but I don't know the little boy name. "Hey little boy, come here." He put the little boy in front of him and he was like, "Look. Oh, um, I'll tell you the truth. Unless you turn from your sins and become like this little child right here, you're not going to ever get into the kingdom of heaven. So anyone who becomes as humble as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And Anyone who welcomes a little child on my behalf is welcoming me. And my question, besties, is have you, ever, have you ever wondered why we are called children of God? Like, why do you think a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? Like, out of all people, like, Cause you know, like when we, when we are children, most of us, we, we just can't wait to grow up. Cause we just like, I'm tired of people telling me what to do. I'm trying to be on my own. I I won't be free from these dishes. You heard me. Like we really a sit there and be like, man, I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm grown. I'm grown. Until we get grown and then we like, no, <laughs> no, I've been hearing so many people saying adulting sucks. Adulting sucks. Adulting sucks, and it's parents with about four or five kids saying this, and it's just like, man. But does it really have to suck? Cause God does call us children of God, so can we actually be children? What's it like to be a child? I'm glad y'all asked. Y'all so cool. All right. So man, if y'all ever been around a child. Which I'm pretty sure everybody has been around a child, whether you have children yourself, whether you got a little brother or a little sister, um, whether you got little cousins, nieces, nephews, y'all all been around children. I can bet your bottom dollar y'all been around children before. Either you work in a daycare, somebody got kids around you, okay? Or you had, had kids around you. So if you notice something about children, children are very innocent, right? And they're literally untainted by the reality of this world. Like children they dream big, they use their imagination and they have they are so blind to the reality of this world. Okay. They're so blind to the things that are surrounding them because they just focus on being a child. Like really they could be in a worst possible situation and not even know it because they don't have an inability yet to worry and they have an ample amount of trust that everything is gonna be okay. You know they they see mommy and daddy, or they see mommy and they see uncle and they see whoever is their caretaker around them. And they just being a child. You know children don't require much, y'all. Y'all know children just require the basic, require the basic things, and they don't even like you buy a lot of toys for them children, and then they'll turn around and play with a tissue box. Y'all know that. Y'all do y'all notice that? Like it's because they have such a a a a vast imagination and they they are so pure they're pure and they can they they come here built with everything in them to function as they are you know and god wants us to grow up in that you know and not be tainted by this world but yeah they're they're very joyous they're very full of faith and they believe anything like you could tell a child the sky is purple, and they'll sit there and believe it because guess what? They're naive. They don't know. They don't know, you know. And there, that, that's, that's, there's beauty in that. There's beauty in their naiveness, um, and it's an advantage and not a disadvantage because they actually are soaking up everything, and they could carry what I believe that God wants all of us to carry: the ability to just be, the ability to to trust, the ability to be a child. You know, God really, he just, he wants us to be content with being a child. He wants us to be free in him. So, um, where's your inner child? Has your inner child died behind being grown? Or has she or he been stolen from you? I i can tell you um, that my my uh, innocence in my childhood was trying to get stripped away from me. And, um, things happened to where it tried to put a dent in my imagination and it tried to basically take me from the, take me with this world, but it didn't work because God had a hold on me. But maybe you're not, not, not in that. Maybe, maybe you have been so focused on being an adult and making ends meet and so, so, fixated on survival that you don't even know you know that you can be a child maybe you've been responsible all of your life maybe you have to take care of your brothers and your sisters from when from you when you were little maybe you had to play the role of daddy when you was only eight years old like wherever you are just know you can rest because god wants you to be a child again and it's still in you that's that that fire is not one that goes out You know how a fire can be huge when you put um, lighter fluid on there and it grows really, really big. But when the lighter fluid is not on there, it's kind of small. So that's where your fire is if you have been um, being an adult for so long. You know, your fire has not been put out or you're like a match. All you have to do is get sparked again. And God wants to spark that inner child in you again. So when we allow God in to tear down the walls of our hearts so we can finally face ourselves, we discover the inner child that's really always been there. And I know that that is kind of hard to believe. Like, you you begin to think about your responsibilities and, and you begin to fight against that thought of me being a you being a child because you've been responsible for so for so long but you know you gotta fight for the truth because a lie is so much easier to believe and you are a child of God and you can rest and assure that you can be a child you will still have responsibilities because even children have responsibilities clean up those chores clean up your room. Look at me, clean up those chores. Do your chores. Clean up your room. And whatever else you tell a child, you know, you give children responsibilities and, you know, you still have little responsibilities, or if you know, big responsibilities, but some of you are out of place. I'm just going to say that right now. Some of you are out of place and you're putting so much on you that God never intended for you to carry. And someone on here needs to lay it down before God and ask God where they belong because, You've been crying out for help, but you're the one that put yourself in it, and you are and you know it. You know that you wasn't supposed to take that job. You know you wasn't supposed to take on that, that certain responsibility. You know you wasn't supposed to do that, but you did it anyway, and now you're drowning in it, and you're calling out for God. He's going to help you, but he wants you to surrender that area to him because you wasn't supposed to pick that up. Somebody pick, is picking up other people's problems. Somebody is actually, actually so afraid to face themselves that they are picking up other people's problems and trying to help them. But but in reality, you can't help them because you're not even helping yourself. Bestie, best or whoever you are, my heart goes out to you and I stand with you because literally facing yourself is not the easiest thing to do. No, and I know in this Christianity walk, um, religion will make you feel like, I got to do for them. And we're going to we get to this, um, it's not about you. Trust me, we're going to get to that in a, a couple of weeks. But religion will really make you seem like, I have to do for them, you know. But God is worried about you. Because you can't help them if you don't help you. You can't help them if you won't help you. You can't help them if you won't help you. Can't help them if you won't help you. Alright, y'all know I'm a a, a song box. But let's get back on topic. Because you know, I'm going to go with the spirit. You heard me. I'm going to go with the spirit. But, um... We're talking about qualities of a child and embracing your inner child on this podcast. So I'm going to give you a, a couple of qualities of children. All right. John 15 and 5 says, I'm the vine and you are the branches. Let me tell you something. A child is dependent. You cut the branch from the vine, you are severed. You are cut off. You have no oxygen anymore. Okay. Think about it this way, y'all know when an astronaut go out into space, he gotta put all that equipment on and everything else, and he gotta have a space suit to be able to breathe in oxygen, right? When he go out of space, if that man take that or that woman take that that uh suit off, baby, they dead. So apart from the suit, they ain't uh, apart from the suit, they ain't nothing on in out of in space. And then what I learned recently. Is they have to tie themselves to the rocket ship in order to be able to um not float away in space because there is no law of gravity up there. The law of gravity is 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 out of there. They <laughs> they is free. You float in this space. So apart from the rope on the rocket ship, there ain't nothing. And that's how it is with Jesus. Like, apart from him, we not nothing. So, that's my first quality. A child is dependent. Y'all know, when a woman is pregnant, the baby is literally attached to her in the womb. And the baby can only receive nutrients from the umbilical cord. Y'all know what the umbilical cord is, right? I know we got some young... Young, young, young listeners. And I'll just explain briefly what an umbilical cord is. An umbilical cord is the... Um, it's like a little tube that attaches to the baby's belly button. And it, it attaches to the mom's um placenta. And it connects the mom and the baby in the womb. So whatever the mom eats, the baby is eating through the umbilical cord. When the baby is in the womb. But when a mama delivers the baby... The umbilical cord is going to come out right along with the baby. And that is because the umbilical cord is no longer of use. When a baby is born, they they immediately cut the umbilical cord. I know some people have watched birthing videos and they've seen they let the doctor, the mom, the daddy, or even a mommy sometimes cut her own umbilical cord. But the reason why the umbilical cord gets cut is because the umbilical cord is no longer the baby's source of, of dependence to the mother. So, the baby now has to receive externally, but the baby is still dependent. Before, the baby was dependent on the umbilical cord in the womb, but now the baby is dependent on mommy and daddy to be able to get what he or she needs. And the baby will really remain dependent as she or he grows up, even after they're adult. Because we're never meant to actually be severed from our parents. You know, even after the baby is quote unquote grown, there will still be a need for mom and dad, grandma, whoever raised you. There'll still be a need for, for them in your life. Because literally, no matter how old you get, you're going to need your parents. You're going to need them. That's a quote I wrote in a blog. And it was like, you will always need your parents. No matter how old you get, you will always need your parents. That's something that is quoted, but it's also misconstrued because your needs change. You are no longer dependent on your parents, but you do depend on them to remain consistent in your life. To be there. You're no longer a dependent of them, but you depend on them to keep in communication to have relationship you know and the big difference between that god has always been and always will be your parent so you will always have to depend on him you will always be a dependent on him no matter how far you go no matter if you're like the prodigal son going and running away and then coming back it does not matter you will always need god because literally god is your source think about it this way the fish. Think about some fish for a second. Fish live in what? Water. The water is a fish's source. You take the fish out the water, it only got so long until they die, right? What about um birds? Birds need air. The air. They they need to be able to fly somehow because they were made to fly. You clip a bird wings, they're not living the best life that they can. They're not die They didn't die. But you took away their purpose, which is to fly. All right, another need, a, a real need. A plant, plants need soil. Plants need soil. Y'all, y'all see trees all around you. What are they connected to? Their their roots are connected in the ground, which is the soil. You uproot the the tree, that plant, that flower, anything that needs the soil is going to die and it's the same thing with us we need God because he's our source and apart from him we can't do nothing we're connected to God just like the baby was connected to the umbilical cord but when you claim that you were grown that's just like you severing the umbilical cord you can last for so long but then you end up dying and you know, I'm not talking about like a physical debt, but I'm talking about like when you're apart from God, you just, you're really not going to be able to, to, um, to thrive because you're not meant to. Like, you were created in God's image after his likeness, you came out of him, his spirit birthed you. So, whatever you came out of, you have to remain in just like the fish came out came out the water, just like the plants came out the soil. Literally, you have to stay with him because as a child of God, you have to remain dependent on him because it's really the only way you'll be able to live. Like I say, you are his image. And being his child means you're dependent on him. He's your means to survival. Um, Fun fact, God is your Abba. Can y'all say that with me? Abba. Abba. (laughs) Uh, God is your Abba. Abba means father. Father means source. God is your source. Alright. Next quality. So our next quality is courage or confidence. I couldn't decide between those two words. They are synonymous, but they also mean different things depending on how you use them and what kind con- in whatever context. So when you are dependent upon God, there's this thing that happens that you just like know you could do anything. Like in him you could do anything. All things are possible. Okay. Um it's just something about being with daddy that gives you courage. And even if you're not aware of where he is, you know that he's all around you. Like we can't detect where God is. Like we can't detect him. Like we can't put a like what are those th- those things called that people go on the they used to people used to go on a beach with. Um I don't know what it's called, but whatever those uh um, metal detectors, that's it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Those little metal detector things. You can't track trace God with no metal detector you can't track or trace God depending on how you feel nothing literally nothing like that it's literally in faith yeah God presence will come he'll let he'll let you know that he's there but he's always there so even if you don't even know where he is exactly you can't point him out you know he's there and when you spend time with him, you you really are getting affir- affirmed and informed about who he is and who you are in him. And that gives you the utmost confidence, okay? Like, I know y'all met children before that said that that are so in love with their parents or somebody that they've met, one of their friends. They're like, Oh my gosh, um, my my daddy said Or my friend said, or my mommy said, you know, that's how they be. And I believe that's how God want us to be. So much so because there are going to be times where we get rejected and people tell us no or somebody trying to tear us down. And we got to bounce back and say, oh, no, my daddy said I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. No, my daddy said I could have that. No, my daddy said I'm the head and not the tail. No, my daddy said I'm above and not beneath. No, my daddy said I'm created it in his image and after his likeness. No, my daddy said, you know, we got to buck up and say, no, my daddy said that, you know. My daddy said, we got to believe what daddy said. We got to have confidence in daddy and courage to be able to tell people, no, that's not what's going to happen. No, the bank may have denied me, but I come from a kingdom who has an endless supply. My daddy said that this is mine. You know, we got to be, we we have to be that bold, that confident in who our daddy is and who we are to him, his child. So let me tell you all about this um little girl i worked at um a camp before with kids and there was this little girl she was so adorable she had her little front teeth missing and she was just so cute and um they had a lot of kids okay they had a lot of kids that i had come into contact with and you know you could play with certain kids a certain way like some of the kids i was able to be like no you're not my friend And stuff like that. And they were like, no, I am your friend. You are my friend. And stuff like that. And I tried to play with this little girl the same way. And it hurt her feelings. It hurt her feelings. And she she immediately said, I'm going to tell my mommy on you. And I was just like, oh. Oh. And she said, you hurt my feelings. And I just remember this moment. And I just began to think about how much confidence she had in her mommy. Like, she had so much. She didn't know me like that. She didn't know me like that. To be like, I'm going to tell my mommy on you. She didn't care who I was because she knew who her mommy was to her. She knew who she was to her mommy. Like, she knew exactly her position. To where she can go and say, Mommy, this person hurt my feelings. And she know mommy was going to do something about it. You know what I'm saying? She was so confident. And she had so much courage to be able to even tell me. Because she was straight up. She was like, I'm telling my mommy on you. And she wasn't worried about nothing else. Because she was affirmed. She was affirmed in private. And informed about who she was. And that just spoke volumes. Because when we are spending time with God. Spending time in his word. When we praying to him. Just spending time with him. Having that relationship. Going to the movies. Going out to eat. going, Going wherever we go. And we with God. Baby, that confidence in him is off the roof. When you start to walk and talk with God. Walk hand in hand with your bestie forever. And really start to believe what he say about you. Confidence off the roof. Ain't nobody gonna be able to tell you nothing. You get rejected? Oh no. That's all right. My daddy got me. You you, you. somebody say something crazy? Nah, my daddy don't talk talk to me like that. You start to walk different, y'all. You start to talk different. And you really be confident. You really do. And this is something that little girl taught me. So I want to ask y'all, are y'all confident? Do y'all run to your daddy? Do you run to daddy God? Do you run to Abba? Do you run to your father when something happened? When somebody hurt your feelings? Do you run to to your father? When you hurt somebody else's feelings, do you run to your father or do you run away? Do you run away? Do you go and hide in the corner and go to your bed? Go? Do you go run to the pornography? Do you go run to sex? Do you, run, do you go run to the food? Do you go run back into the arms of depression? What do you do when somebody hurts your feelings? When you get rejected, what do you do? Do you run to your dad or do you run to something else? Do you run to a bottle of alcohol? What? do you do what do you do are you confident in who who your daddy is and who and in who you are in him when you even when you mess up when you mess up are you confident enough to say daddy i messed up daddy i need your forgiveness daddy i repent you know are you confident enough to go to him with, with which with everything that you've done To talk to him about it. Or are you not confident in who he is. And who you are in your position with him. I know for a fact besties. At one point. I wasn't trying to get close to him. I was talking to him. Don't get me wrong. I was not trying to get close though. Because when you close. Man. You can see everything. And I wouldn't about that life. You know. But eventually. It just just happened. Like. Because I came from him. I came from him, besties and those I came from them, So just just eventually talking and talking and talking and talking, my confidence would was built up in him. So now I can stand and be like, Man, this person hurt me. Listen, daddy. This person hurt me. Now I can say, Daddy, I messed up. Listen, I need I messed up. I messed up. I messed up. I messed up. Everything is going to try to tell you that God is mad at you. God don't want nothing to do with you. All this, all that. But that's not the truth. God love you. Be courageous and confident in who he is and who you are. And him, your position. You. I don't know if y'all realize, but you you set up real good. Okay? Listen. Your daddy is God. The one who owns everything on earth all the people all the grass all the animals all of all the um the clouds and the sky and the birds and your daddy owns everything then you got jesus who is the king and he's also your big brother i then you got your positioning in him you are you are a child of god you are Jesus' little brother or little sister. You are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Like, there's no way you can lose. No way. There's no way you can lose. Ever. You know, so, you got to learn who you are. You know, I'm still walking too, so I am learning who I am. But we got to learn who we are, bestie, so we can actually fight against who we are not. You know? All right, so next one. Honest. I'ma um continue talking about this same little girl because I noticed something else about her. She was very honest with me. This moment, it it really spoke, and this moment happened years ago. Okay, years. Say it with me, years. <laughs> no, I'm just playing y'all. But it it spoke volumes because when this little girl said, "I'm gonna tell my mommy on you," you heard my feelings. She was honest. She didn't sit there and say, "Uh uh-uh, um, and and went quiet or nothing. She didn't walk away. No, she said, I'm going to tell my mommy on you because you hurt my feelings. How many of us get our feelings hurt by somebody and and actually tell them that they hurt hurt your feelings? It's because... A lot of the times we don't tell people that they hurt our feelings, but we'll go and talk about some talk about them to somebody else instead of confronting them. And then call them our friend. Then say, Oh, you my friend. You my homegirl. You my homegirl or homeboy. But you sitting there talking to him, talking to them behind your homegirl or homeboy back about what your homegirl or your homeboy did. I know it's not easy to talk to people about your feelings, but when somebody hurts your feelings, it's inevitable that they will do it again if you don't tell them. And even if you do tell them, they have the potential to do it again unknowingly. You know, if they keep doing it on purpose and you know it's on purpose, then you got to shift. You got to move around, set boundaries and everything, but you cannot expect somebody to know that they hurt your feelings if you don't say nothing. You got to say something. You have to open up your mouth and say something. You hey, um, you heard my feelings. That's uncomfortable. That's uncomfortable because we are we so we so we want to be shelled and we want to we don't want to confront confront real things, but we'll talk about everything else. No, besties, we're gonna be a people of honesty. We are a people of honesty. We are besties. Listen, besties are people who are honest with each other no matter if it hurt no matter if it no matter if no matter what the next person may think we got to be so secure in ourselves to say you hurt my feelings no matter if anybody else is doing it, best to you, make a promise let's make a promise to each other we will be honest about how we're feeling like we could say kids are very brutally honest but how many times have you ever told somebody that they hurt you or even on the other side of the spectrum told somebody that you were sorry for her to know. Let me tell y'all something. They had a situation that happened to me. And the person knew they was dead wrong. You know, I'm not expecting no apology from nobody. But at the same time, an apology would have been nice in this situation. Because it's just like, I didn't do nothing wrong to you. And you know you you know you know hurt my feelings. You heard me say you hurt my feelings. I didn't tell the person directly, but they heard me say it. You know, they heard me say it, <laughs> you know, work your progress. But they heard me say, it and, you know, if you wrong about something, don't let pride keep you from telling the person sorry. Don't, don't let pride do that to you because you bigger than pride. Pride gotta, pride gotta meet humility, okay? Because humility is way stronger than pride. You hear me? Pride ain't nothing. Pride ain't nothing. What a devil at? Under your feet. That's what pride at too. But yes, even that. Like I'm saying that the quality we're on right now is honesty. But it just it just was courageous, and the little girl was just so confident to even say to even be honest. It takes confidence. Listen, all of this. I'm just thinking about it now. Wait, hold on, cause thank you, Holy Spirit. Literally, dependence helps you to be confident and courageous. Which then helps you to be honest. Wow. It then helps you to be honest. Are you honest with God? Are you honest if, Are you honest with your daddy? Are you honest about how how you're feeling about the season that you're in? Are you honest? Or are you just saying, blessed, I'm blessed and highly favored. Praise the Lord. Are you going to God with a mask on? Are you allowing God to meet the authentic you? Or are you still going to God... Being the version of you that you don't even know. Are you being fake with God? Thinking that you got to be perfect in front of God when he sees the mess that you made. When he sees everything about you. Are you looking at God as, as this being in the sky who is so distant from you that wants you to be perfect? Cause let me tell you, baby, he don't want you to be perfect. Cause perfect left the building over two thousand years ago. His name was Jesus Christ, and he gone. He seated in heaven. But he 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 reigns inside of you, so you can't be going. You can't be going to him like that, bestie. I'm telling you, like. So you gotta just start being honest with him, cause daddy he love you like Abba. Our Abba loves us like the 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 word says. Before the foundations... It's somewhere in Ephesians. I don't know the exact uh, scripture, y'all. But in Ephesians, it says, Before the foundations of the world, God loved us and chose us to be holy and without fault in his eyes. That means before everything. Before everything. Before in the beginning, God created. Before that. Before that. He said... I love blank. I love Jeffrey. I love Ambria. I love Autumn. I love Austin. I love Daquan. I love Nisi. I love Emery. I love Jacqueline. I love Rachel. And I love Leah. I love them with all my heart. And before I even make them, I want them to know that. He love you. And um, one thing I wish somebody would have been real clear to me on. um. God ain't going to send you to hell for being honest with, with him. God know if you don't like him. Like, I think we get God so messed up. Matter of fact, I don't think I know we get God so messed up. God know that you don't like him. Like, he know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he still love you. Because you might not like God because you don't actually know him. You know what I'm saying? Or you think you know him and you actually don't. You know? He's no, he's not a person to be afraid of. Like, he's not somebody that you should be afraid of. That That word fear... In the Bible, it doesn't mean be afraid like, "Oh my God, I can't go by him." No, it means to have reverence and to 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 respect him. You know there's a little fear with respect, but it's not fear to where you don't want to be around him and that you're scared of him. No, so don't be afraid to be honest with him like if you don't like something, tell him like God like. Even if things don't change, like, even if he has you in that certain season and it's hard, be honest about that. Don't say, God is so great here. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you, you know, being, having gratitude, fine, and thankfulness, fine. But, like, if you are, if you're not happy where you at, tell him. Like, tell him, like, because he's going to help you in that. You know, he, he only can meet you where you allow him to. He's not going to barge down the door and say, let me in. I know you ain't happy. He's not like that. He a gentleman. He too he too, too gentle for that. But he wants you to be honest with him, y'all. You know? And y'all know. As I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking to me. Okay? So, yeah. He he not. I know y'all probably heard this before. And if y'all didn't, y'all going to hear it for the first time. God can't bless who you pretend to be. He gonna bless who you really are. Stop being the the hood you at home and then the, 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 the proper you at work. No, be who you are. If you hood, be hood. Be hood. If you proper, be proper. You don't have to turn on your slang because you're around certain people. You don't have to turn on this proper voice because you're around certain people. If you soft-spoken, be soft-spoken. If you're not, you're not. Like you gotta be who he created you to be. Cause that's how you give him glory. You wanna walk for God? Be yourself. You wanna give God glory? Be yourself. Be who you are. It don't matter if people not accepting of you. I heard it this way. You gotta be fully rejected before people even start to accept you. Like God accepts you. The least you could do is be be honest with who you are in front of him. You got the ability to approach the throne of of grace boldly. Boldly because of Jesus. Please take advantage of that and be honest with your father. Okay? Okay. This is the last one, y'all. Um, so we said dependent, confident, slash courageous, and we said honest. And now we're going to get into the last one. And we may do a part two of this because I actually like learning about qualities of a child. Y'all let me know if y'all want a part two. But creative. Y'all remember when I was talking about children with imagination? Your imagination is still inside of you. Y'all, when I worked with kids, it really gave me an opportunity to be creative. Now I always been creative, but it had me it gave me an opportunity to go through go to a new realm of creativity. Because you can be creative in whatever age you are, but when you have to like cater to a certain crowd, it's different. Like it's different between between, um, being creative with a twenty year old and a five year old. Like it's 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 different. The message could be the same, but you have to go a little deeper. You know, you got to go a little deeper. You can't be the same way with a five year old that you with a teenager, or you can't be the same way with a fourteen year old that you with a forty five year old. No, but you can be creative in all those ages. And when I got the chance to work with the little kids. It gave me opportunity to tap into my creativity in a different way. And creativity is something that we all have. No matter if you can draw, sing, dance, whatever. You don't have to do all that to be creative. Like, everybody has the gift of creativity in them because of the spirit of God. If you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, then his spirit of creativity reigns inside of you. So, don't hit me with that D. I'm not creative. Yes, you are. you just creative in a different way. You don't have to draw to be creative. You don't have to sing to be creative. You don't have to dance to be creative. No. No, you don't have to do that. Everybody has a creativity, the creativity gene. That's what we're going to call it. Everybody has the creativity gene because of the God that lives inside you. So with this specific quality I just want to encourage you to take time for you. I know, like we're talking about ch- being being embraced not in a child, but you gotta really do that because I know there are some people on here who have been working all their life, making ends meet all their life, going to their nine to five all their life, putting in that work for they to pay their bills, and that's cool or whatever. But that's not it. That's not all to life. And you were meant to be creative. Take some time for you. You don't have to do, do, do. Do, do, do all the time. Take some time and just be. Go out in nature. If you like nature, go create. Go create. Just do something. Do something that you feel comfortable doing. That That, that brings you joy. Cause remember, joy, 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 joy. Oh, the world ain't give it to you. Oh, the world ain't give it to you. No, like it's time for you to be creative again, and not not creative to make money, y'all. We man, we be so quick. All right, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna make i am I'm gonna make a dollar. No, what about you? It's not always about somebody else or oh, a dollar. Sometimes you just gotta do things for you. Go spend time with God in a creative way, like even reading reading the Bible, y'all. Like, make that fun. Don't be sitting there like, okay, I am entering another day with the Lord. Don't be no. You the salt of the earth. You better bring some flavor today, y'all, because literally you are creative and you're with the one who created everything. He created your beautiful personality and all the beautiful personalities you ever encountered. Like, I know you've met somebody and been like, oh my God, their personality is so infectious. Their laugh is so infectious. Do you, where do you think that comes from? You see all these weird looking creatures walking around here. Y'all, I seen a hairy caterpillar today. God is creative. Okay, let me tell you, he is creative. I have never, I have never seen a caterpillar with so much hair. And then it looked like it was translucent. Y'all, we serve a creative God. God is the same one to have the beach, the beaches, where the water cannot go so far up the sand. Like he's creative. He's creative. Look at your body. Look at your body. Look at the look at your forearm and your wrist. You can see your veins. Look at your hands. Take a look at your hands. I don't know if everybody can see their veins in their arms and their wrists, but I can, and I'm not going to assume that everybody can. So look at your hand. Everybody's hand is like a, um, like um, want to say like a cream color, a flesh color, and then you can literally, if you look closer, you can see your veins in your hand. Look at your teeth. Look at your eyelashes. Just look at your body. You are, you are, you are wonderfully you are wonderfully complex and there's only one that can do that and if the that god who created you and created everything you see is creative and he lives inside of you and you came out of him you creative too my boo-boo my boo-boo <laughs> my besties oh i'm gonna leave that in there because y'all gonna know i get on this podcast to be authentically myself and i mess up Big time, y'all. can't wait till we go on the live show. Y'all going to really be laughing with me, okay? But, um, yes. Yes, don't get caught up in being creative for money. No, that takes the joy. That strips the joy out of it. It really does. So I'll just close with this, y'all. We be wanting to teach children so much, Right? We want to raise children, teach children, teach each other a whole lot, but we are not able to face ourselves. It's very hard to teach something that you're not experiencing for yourself. Very hard to advise. That's called a hypocrite. Like, you can't sit there and practice, I mean, preach what you're not practicing. And when we teach others something that We're not actually implementing in our own life. It becomes um, hypocritical. And we fail to grasp the actual lessons that God is trying to teach us. You know, God can teach you as you teach someone else. But he's also trying to get that lesson inside of you also. Because if you're teaching a child something, you're still a child yourself. So don't get so caught up in being a teacher that you forget to be the student. So remember, besties. That qualities of a child, qualities of you, you are dependent of God. As you spend time with God, you develop courage and confidence in Him. You develop honesty to the point where even if you mess up, you can run and tell your daddy, Daddy, I messed up. Here I am. And then you are creative. Because there will be times where... You have to be creative. You know, last thing with creativity. God gave us trees. God didn't give us no benches. God didn't give us no chair. God didn't give us no tables. God gave us trees. Somebody thought to make tables, chairs out of wood from a tree. Now, if that don't give you inspiration and don't buck you up, bestie, I don't know what will. (laughs) I'm just playing. No, I'm actually not. But yes, you came out of God. You are his child. And all these qualities you have. So embrace your inner child. Because you will receive your joy and your laughter again. When you become and embrace who you always have been. His child. Becoming the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. It's real simple. It don't matter when you're a child. You don't care about being the greatest when you're a child. You stop caring about who the greatest because you come. You become content with just being his. And by default, you're the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Because you're his child. I am so proud of you besties because I know... Week one was a lot for each and every one of you. But I'm knowing that you took that first step to declutter your garage. And I just want to say that I am extremely proud of you guys. And um, God is even more proud of you. And if you want to take that step to declutter your garage um, please do so. Please go back and listen to the first podcast from this series and find out how you can do so. But if there's anyone on here wondering, well, what is this lady talking about? How do I even embrace a chi- my inner child? How do I even how, how does she even know that I'm a child? And how do I even become a child if I have all this stuff going, around, going on, all these responsibilities? There's no way I can become a child. Let me introduce you to somebody that, that changed everything for me. Who literally gave me back everything that I lost. His name is Jesus Christ. And he is the son of God. He is God in the flesh and he wants to know you. He does know you. He wants to for you to know him. And today he's just saying, Come. Come to get to know me so that you can embrace your inner child so that I can now take care of you. You've been struggling and doing it on your own for too long and you were never meant to carry the weight that you were carrying. So if you wanna accept Jesus as your Lord and your Savior and Start the journey to be, to embracing your inner child. Romans 10 and 9 says, all you have to do is confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ was raised from the dead and you will be saved. It's that simple. So I'll say this prayer and I ask that you just repeat it after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you. Thank you for who you are to me right now i acknowledge that you lived that you died and you rose again just for me and i invite you into my life as my bestie forever please teach me how to embrace my inner child and to face myself in jesus name i pray amen if you prayed that prayer. Let me tell you how heaven is acting a donkey right now on your behalf. And God is extremely proud of you that you took the step to even acknowledge him and to to, to save your life. Because now your life, your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life and your eternity is set. There's no going back to how you were living. There's no going back. But let me tell you something. It doesn't change overnight. There's a process. God will be walking hand in hand personally with you. I love y'all besties. And I just thank y'all again for rocking with with us at the Blissful Faith team on the Let's Go Besties podcast. And y'all know, y'all can say it with me. Remember, you are destined to win because he got up. Peace.